So the title of the message is, Are You Ready for 2023? Are you ready? Praise God. Are you ready for 2023? I want to start with a story of, uh, I was at the grocery store uh, maybe yesterday or the day before, and I, and I uh, spoke to the staff, a young lady at the grocery store, and I said, what does 2023 hold for you? You know, what, what are you expecting to do 2023? And she said, my dreams never come to anything. My dreams never come to pass. So I have no dreams. Wow. You know, without a vision, a revelation, and that word vision or revelation means prophetic vision, my people fail. You need a prophetic vision. You need a revelation. You need to meditate on the living word of God. Amen. You need a vision from heaven. The devil comes to steal, kill and destroy your vision. When you have a vision, you have purpose. People who are lonely, for example, loneliness is a lot worse if you have no vision. People who have an illness, a difficulty in their life, if they have no vision, it's a lot worse. You need a vision to focus on, a vision that comes from heaven. You need to know your destiny in Jesus Christ. And the devil comes to blind your eyes so you cannot see the light that God has prepared for your steps. The devil comes to hinder your vision to rid you of your dreams, spiritual warfare. 2023, don't make up dreams and hopes from your soul. Rather, turn your eyes to Jesus Christ and upon his word and let him give you his plan, his strategy, his purpose. Don't set goals that come from your soul because, you know, that's anything can happen and change that. And if you do that, if you're just setting goals from your soul, you're wasting your time because you're achieving something in the flesh which is of no eternal benefit. Rather, let your soul be filled with dreams, hopes, plan, destiny from heaven. So when you receive your destiny, your vision from God, then you must focus on the vision. Focus your heart and persevere. Vision requires character. Character. Perseverance. Keep going. Keep going. Focus on what God has for you. And it involves spiritual warfare. You know, some Christians are like, 
well, God doesn't want me to do this. God doesn't want me to do that. Because of the problems that I'm having, because of the difficulties I'm having, because of the problems in the world. No. If God has given you a vision, 2023, God has given you a vision, you need character, you need perseverance, you need patience, you need fortitude, you need strength in the battle. You need a backbone. Everyone say backbone. Come on, you know, the devil doesn't want you to achieve anything. So apply yourself to the vision that God has given to you in this year. So I think, um, I think many, many people, most people think, well, thank God COVID is over. Thank God COVID's over. We can all relax and get on with life. I feel in my heart that this is a lull between two storms, a lull between two storms. So 2000, we're, we're in a season, a season of, you know, of good things. Um, I believe that 2023 is a time of preparation and opportunity. Everyone say preparation and opportunity. So if you can understand all around us, and I'm saying us, all of us here, there are opportunities. Now, the Bible says that after Satan tempted Jesus, that he was waiting for an opportune time. So the devil is waiting for opportunities. But we in Christ, there are opportunities, divine opportunities all around us. Have you ever thought that when you meet someone, it's not a casual encounter, but it's an opportunity that God has given you? When someone's insulting you, giving you a hard time, do you realise that this is an opportunity? When someone says they're sick, do you realise that this is an opportunity? All around us, things are happening and they can be made into opportunities for the glory of God. This is a year where God will, will give you opportunities. Will you see it? You know, some people, uh, all, what they do in life is they maintain themselves. They maintain their status quo. So they're not people of vision. They're not people who see an opportunity and go for it. There are people who just, well, this is what I do and it's all good. But this is a year of preparation and in the preparation, God is giving us opportunities. Some people, they see someone else having a go, stepping out in faith, trying something, and they criticise because they're like, well, that's different, and they don't like being different. This is a year where some people will see opportunities, will step out in faith, take hold of the opportunities God is giving them, and in that way they will be prepared for what's coming. Something is coming. Let's talk about the ten virgins. There were ten virgins and they were supposed to wait 
for the coming of the bridegroom. Okay, And Jesus said that this was a parable of the kingdom of heaven. And five of them went and bought oil and put oil in their vessels for their lamps. Five of them saw an opportunity to get oil and they took it. And they were prepared for his second coming. The other five, they had the opportunity, but they did nothing. Well, maybe one day I'll do something. And they all went to sleep. And then the bridegroom was coming. They heard that the bridegroom was coming. Then five said, we have no oil. Give us some of your oil. And they went off looking for oil. Instead of during the time of preparation for the coming of the king, for the bridegroom, when they should have taken the opportunity to prepare themselves, they didn't. This is a year of preparation. This is a year of opportunity. Take the opportunities that God gives you. Step out in faith and be courageous and prepare. Prepare. Hallelujah. So we are in the world, and in the world there are problems. Sometimes there are seasons of problems. It could be war, financial problems, famine. There are seasons of problems. Now remember that the way that we deal with the problems in the world, one of the ways is to realise that we're in the world but not of it. When we went through, the, through COVID, and I know that COVID's still a problem, but when the world was basically shut down uh, because of COVID, some people were more aware that they were in the world than they were of, of heaven. And so when they became so aware of being in the world, their heart became anxious. Depression settled in. Fear came in and they became, with no disrespect meant, obsessed with conspiracy theories. And they became, oh, this is the reason why, that's the reason why. Okay? With the, what, what is coming, I, I believe that a crisis, world crisis is coming, we need to focus on Jesus Christ and prepare ourselves spiritually. When you prepare yourself spiritually, then also you will prepare yourself in the physical. Okay, you with me? So that when problems come in life, our heart is not filled with, why does this happen to me? Oh dear me, I'm depressed, I'm miserable. And you start complaining. We're in the world, but not of it. During this time of preparation, I want to remind us to give ourselves to Jesus Christ and the work of the gospel. Give ourselves, our hearts, to him and do not fulfil the flesh. Because in a time of blessing, of you know, pretty much all is going well, people begin to satisfy themselves. When Joseph received the interpretation seven years of blessings, seven years of food, seven years of famine. What they did, what he did when he 
First of all, he was given the opportunity to rule Egypt under Pharaoh. And he used that opportunity to prepare for what was coming. So he could have said, well, let's all just party and have a good time because there's plenty around. No, he prepared by setting aside grain every year. I think it was 20%. You with me? So there'll be Christians who go, well, all is well, and we'll go on with life and we'll just, you know, enjoy ourselves, COVID's over. But there'll be others who will prepare themselves. And we start our preparation in the spirit. So I want to read from Romans 13, 11, and do this knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armour of light. Put on the armour of light. Put your hand on your chest and say, get on with it. Get on with it. Put on the armour of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry, that's party, and drunkenness, not in lewdness, that's pornography, and lust, not in strife and envy. So time of preparation, don't get distracted by what people are saying, what people are doing, you know, don't let your heart get distracted. Focus on the Word of God. If you're in problems, the book of Psalms says, you know, princes rise against me, my enemies hate me, but I will meditate on the Word of God. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfil its lusts. You know, it's a bit like uh, in a uh, tornado, hurricane, whatever you want to call it, um, when, when you're in the eye of a tornado, all is peaceful. And sometimes people will walk out of the refuge of their home, of their basement, and they'll go, oh, everything's fine. And then <laughs> the storm hits them. So this is a time of preparation. Hallelujah. So make no provision for the flesh. So... You, the Bible says, Paul says to Timothy that the soldier does not get involved in civilian pursuits. Okay? The world might be running after this, that, and the other, but we are soldiers of Christ. We make no provision for the flesh. So if the television is a problem for you, for me, if I watch television, that's a problem. <laughs> if it's a problem... Take out the antenna. If the internet's a problem, disconnect yourself. Make no provision for the flesh. Amen? So you're soldiers. Soldiers have one task, obey the master. Fulfill his commission. Fulfill his word. Amen. So we're in the world, but not of it. I was... In a vision, visions uh, bring revelation 
or often bring revelation to the word. So I was in a vision and I was in a corridor and the corridor, uh, if I was to step into the corridor, you, the glory was so thick that you couldn't see anywhere. And, you know, like you could just get lost in there. And I was looking at, at the corridor and felt the Lord saying, release yourself from the ties of this world. Lose yourself in the glory and I will walk with you and travel in your life. So I want to encourage you, walk in the glory of God. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Cut your ties, you know, ungodly ties with this world. Give yourself to Jesus Christ. Galatians 6.14, Paul says, But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Are you dead in Christ to the world? And is Christ dead to you? During this period where there'll, there'll be blessing, there'll be, you know, thing, good things will be happening, don't let the things of the world deceive you by you focusing on those things. It's a time to prepare. It's a time to take opportunities. Opportunities will come to you. There are those who are listening on YouTube or, or here right now, and business opportunities are going to arise. God is going to open doors for you. I'm talking to you, I'm telling you, I'm prophesying. I see in the Spirit right now open doors. God is going to give you open doors. And, you know, he told this story of the talents. To one man he gave one and to another five and to another ten, you know, and each one used those opportunities or the one with the one talent did not use it. God is going to give you open doors. And whenever God gives us opportunities, it requires faith and courage. I encourage you to step into the doors and the opportunities that God has given you. Amen. I'm seeing you with an open door right before you. And the Bible says... That when God opens a door, no man can shut it. So take hold of the open doors that God is going to give you this year. It is a year of preparation. It is a year of opportunity. It is a year of the open door. And for those who understand what I'm saying, they will focus on Jesus Christ because he is the door. And his sheep go in and out of him. Into him, out of him. John chapter 10. He is the door of the sheep. He is the open door in your life. And whatever comes, whatever is coming, remember he's always the open door. We are not like the people in this world who fret and so on. When he gives us an open door, let me tell you what happens. You walk through the door and you walk into extraordinary blessing. 
When you walk in obedience to Jesus Christ and you walk into Him, you walking into the eternal God, there will be extraordinary blessing for those who take hold of their opportunities. Hallelujah. And you know, when you're walking in the glory, it's like the testimonies that we heard, when you walk in the glory, your life will be transformed. Let's read um, 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. You know, here you have a man lying in a back seat with a pillow and a blanket, blood clot in the lung, pain. He comes into the glory of Jesus Christ. His life's transformed. He's going all over Jerusalem, walking up and down steps. That's what happens in the glory. Just surrender yourself to Jesus Christ. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. Amen. So Luke 5, verse 19. And when they could not, the friends, Luke 5, 19 is a the story of the paralytic man, the friends bring him and they come to where Jesus is preaching in a house and there's no way of getting in. But they saw an opportunity. And when they could not find how they might bring the paralytic in, because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus, when he saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven. So God, you know, even though it seemed impossible to get into the house, these men had faith, they had courage, they had get up and go, and they, they saw that, yes, it's got a roof, We'll climb up on the, on the roof. We'll take the man in his bed up on the roof. We'll rip open the tiles and we'll get some ropes and let him down. Yes, opportunity takes effort. But then when Jesus saw their faith of the friends, that's what it says in Mark 2, he looked at the man and said, My son, your sins are forgiven you. And so that you might know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, rise up, get up, and walk. Extraordinary blessing is before those who take the opportunities that God gives them. They could have said, well, it's too hard. You know, and look, it's not right to destroy someone's house and rip open the roof. And what will the people think of us? And we don't want to disrupt the teaching of Jesus. You know, all these thoughts can come to your head and they may even seem like good thoughts. Oh, what will people think of me? You know, what about the cost? On and on and on. Just get up and rip open the roof and let the bed down. Amen. And come into the extraordinary blessing that Jesus Christ has for you. God hasn't called you to be a fake copy of what everyone else is doing. Amen? God has called you to do His will. And that means you can be unusual. You can be different because you are a child of God. You're a son, a daughter of the light of God. 
Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Luke 5, verse 4. When Jesus has stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. This is a year of opportunity and preparation. And and Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. You know, when God gives you an opportunity, often it's in the context of nothing happening. But I tried that before. We've been throwing out our net all night. Nothing has happened. And then Jesus, the Son of God, the Word of God, speaks. At your word I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Extraordinary fishing. (laughs) Hallelujah. Extraordinary blessing. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats. They began to sink. Have you ever thought that God might want to sink your boat with blessing? Have you ever thought about that? I want you to repeat after me. God wants, come on, say it. God wants to so fill my boat with extraordinary blessing to make it sink. <laughs> Hallelujah. He, the Bible says that he has prepared his blessings for us. He's laid up his blessings for us. Hallelujah. I want to finish by saying, have a calm spirit. Maintain a calm spirit in the midst of whatever is coming in the world. Have a calm spirit. Now, you have a calm spirit because you're focusing on the Prince of Peace. Everyone else might be terrified. Everyone else might be stressed out. Anxiety, worry, but you have a calm spirit because your daddy will look after you, his child. God never abandons his children. So have a calm spirit. Psalm 131 verse 1. Lord, my heart is not proud, haughty, nor my eyes lofty, Neither do I concern myself with great matters, nor with things too profound for me. So don't get caught up with whatever's going on in the world. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. A quiet soul, a calm spirit is linked to a steadfast faith. Put your trust in Jesus Christ. He's looking after you. Amen. When he opens up these doors of opportunity, just trust him and walk through it. It's going to be okay. Extraordinary blessing is coming your way for those who walk through the door of opportunity. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.
I want to give you this opportunity, those who've never received Jesus Christ as their Saviour and Lord. Perhaps you've, you're backslidden. Come to him today. Open your heart to him. Open your heart to him. So right now, just open your heart. Say, Jesus. You can repeat after me. Jesus, I open my heart to you. Come into my heart, every room of my life. Fill me with your presence. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from all sin. Forgive me and I am forgiven. Justify me for I am no longer under condemnation. Lord Jesus, I make you my Saviour and Lord. Heaven is my home, my destiny. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Now, I invite everyone, put your hand on your chest and say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you give me wide open doors of opportunity this year. Lord Jesus, give me the grace, the courage, the faith to get up and to walk through this door of extraordinary blessing in my life. In Jesus' name, amen.